On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, we get the latest on the Western Canadian Baseball League season from President Kevin Kavami. Welcome to episode 88 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. There have been a lot of questions surrounding the upcoming summer baseball season here in Alberta, as well as across the country and around the world. Will it happen? Can we have a shortened campaign? And how willing are players and fans to even take part? Those questions and more have been hanging over the head of Kevin Kavami. Over the last few weeks, the Western Canadian Baseball League president has been trying to stay on top of all the COVID-19 developments and meeting with the teams on a regular basis to get a sense of how they feel as we inch closer and closer to the original start of the season, which was set for the last couple of weeks of May. There are a lot of variables at play, including two provinces in different circumstances around the pandemic and the ability of getting U.S. college players across the board. They held another meeting on Wednesday night to chart the course for the summer, and we chatted with Kavami about that, as well as what happened with the Canadian College Baseball Conference. Kevin, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks. Uh, good to be here. So what's the verdict? Well, the WCBL Board of Governors uh, met and uh, had, a, had a positive, lengthy discussion about uh, the league and uh, the challenges we continue to face, but... Uh, as we said in early April, we kind of had some uh, timelines in place and uh, looks like our timeline to uh, have a full season has, uh, has passed us by without any, uh, you know, major changes to the, to the obstacles that we face to have a season. So the decision was officially made that we uh, moved to plan B, which uh, is to continue to monitor everything and, and look toward a shortened season that would uh, start near the uh, end of June or early July. Again, if uh, health and government authorities uh, permit those things to occur. What are some of the things going into that decision-making process? Because it seems as though it's ever-changing with this landscape. Well, I think we're not trying to overreact, or I don't think we're trying to underreact. I mean, we all realize that this is a unprecedented uh, situation that none of us that are you know involved in this have ever been through anything like this before and you know we're just trying to monitor it and you know get as much information about it as can see what the news of the day is and you know news changes daily on Mm -hmm. on government's reaction to it both north and south of the border and uh, reactions to uh you know, how they're dealing with it uh, around the world. And um, we want to, we don't want to prematurely uh, cut anything off that, you know, would give the communities and the, the players, especially uh, the opportunity to get back on the field and play baseball. Um, but of course, we're not going to uh, do this without, you know, really knowing that it's safe and uh, can be deemed healthy for us to to do that so i mean it's a you know to to some it looks like a a uh, impossible task um to others in the league it it uh, appears to be uh you know a unlikely uh scenario but you know each week that goes by there's new information new data new 
um, information that comes out from all of the sources that we're monitoring. And so we don't want to do something premature and then say a week down the road, oh my goodness, we should have thought of that. And so we're trying to be diligent and careful and we have our deadlines when we think that uh, we could get in a 2020 season now shortened, um, you know, sometime into August or as late into August as we could go at this point and, uh, and give the players some baseball if, um, if it's permitted. How challenging is it to try to navigate this while you have two provinces that are essentially at different ends of the, seemingly the spectrum when it comes to COVID-19? Well, uh, you know, I think Saskatchewan uh, has outlined their relaunch strategy. Uh, even that relaunch strategy is a long shot for us. Um, however, you know, Alberta is coming out with their relaunch strategy uh, later this week. And, um, you know, I'm a firm believer that that um, the relaunch strategy in Alberta is going to not be, you know, dramatically different than what is happening in BC and Saskatchewan, our neighboring provinces, because that's going to create some challenges if, uh, beyond baseball and just in society in general, if you have different strategies in, in neighboring provinces. Are there other logistical issues, especially when you look at the number of American kids who would be making their way up here? Um, those are, I mean, our two biggest issues are the, uh, the gathering size and the, uh, and the uh, border issue. Um, the border issue is, uh, currently in uh, uh, closed mode, uh, at least until the 21st of May, and that may get extended after that. Another reason that uh, we looked at, uh, you know, the earliest this could happen is, is uh, you know, late June, early July at this point, um, knowing what we know to get players up here. Um, and we're also going to closely follow what other, you know, the Canadian Football League is doing, and you know, the National Hockey League has has uh, parameters. To, they're looking at different options as well, and uh, certainly not saying we're at that level. But you know what they, and nor do we have the staff to do what they do. Uh, so we're definitely trying to look at uh, uh, what they're doing uh, from a logistical standpoint to see how they're going to overcome those situations as well. Is the notion of playing in front of no fans on the table for the WCBL? Um, it has been briefly discussed, but I, I don't think um, uh, there is any, uh, uh, I guess at this point in time, there, there hasn't been a lot of discussion around how to mitigate the financial loss from, from doing that. The players would love to play under any circumstances just to get back on the ball field and, and start to enjoy the game again. But I will also add that they love playing in front of the fans too. So, you know, if the players had a choice of playing in front of fans and not having a season as being the determining factor or not, or playing in front of no fans and being able to play the season, they would choose playing over not playing. When it comes to the mood around the table, how challenging has it been to try to navigate this with all the member teams and trying to get input from everybody? Um, getting input from everybody has never been an issue in this league. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> How's that for a good political answer? <laughs> no, I mean, we have we have awesome governors in this league. Um, they are passionate about their teams. They're passionate about the 
the historical presence of the Western Canadian Baseball League and and its predecessors that uh, have been around for years. And they all want to see the league become uh, as successful as it can be. Um, there's different ways to get to that point, and having different viewpoints is not a is not necessarily a bad thing. So um, in the end, these are all professional. Um, they deal in a professional fashion and uh, bring their opinions to the table. They're not scared of hearing other people's opinions. And in the end, they make a decision that's in the best interest of the league in their view. Is there a potential to have an all-Canadian roster across the board to avoid the issues around the border? That, um, I think that's been floated out there a couple of times, you know, uh, whether that would be the WCBL doing that or some of the franchises in the WCBL being able to do that. Um, that really hasn't been a, a long discussion at the WCBL table. It has been, you know, I think discussed, you know, what do we do if we, if everything else is good and what the border issue is the problem. And, uh, you know, there may be some opportunities to, if, if baseball is allowed to be one of the sports that gets back on the field in the summer, you know, maybe there's some other things that would pop up and, Maybe some of the WCBL teams could support something like that. But um, I think that's, again, premature at this point because we're focused in on the, the league season uh, still being our, our top option, if, if at all possible. You wear a whole lot of hats in baseball in this province, and I wanted to touch briefly on the CCBC as well, and uh, some pretty tough decisions because you were not only looking forward to a season, but you were also looking forward to hosting uh, the championships in Lethbridge, and and that's unfortunately a no-go. Talk us through sort of the decision-making process and and some of the things that were talked about uh, in making that decision. Well, that one was a lot uh, different than the WCBL. I mean, you got parallel things going on, but the CCBC decision came down. It started, you know, right in mid-March there. And for us here in Lethbridge, it was triggered by, um, you know, the, the infections and the, and the, the, the government ethics about what's going on. And, uh, coach Hupka here, um, made the call to shut down Lloyd Nolan yard for a week, just to make sure we weren't seeing, uh, a major outbreak or something happened because that facility is used so much by youth teams and uh, and by the academy. Uh, three days later, the league is having a meeting, and the momentum, this is all like two or three days before the NHL shut down, or no, I guess it was three days after the NHL shut down, that uh, the league met, and schools are shutting down and sending students home or saying we're shut down for two weeks. And then a couple of schools released the information that they're going to be longer. And uh, then there was, you know, lots of panic going on uh, in society at that point in time. And it was felt in the best interest of, of the athletes that uh, with schools going remotely, that there was no point in keeping the athletes on site to, uh, to uh, train when school wasn't in and, and get them back to their home cities while they were still able to get there at that point was the thought process. And once that was done, it just became, you know, you saw the tsunami of decisions being made by different levels of government. And, you know, you were never going to be able to get back to uh, to uh, getting the 
the college league up and running this spring to any um, fashion. So once that dates got set to the end of April, things were shut down and and then it made no sense to have a two week season and a World Series at that point. So they uh, came back a couple weeks later and made the decision that they would try to get some form of a CCBC season in place in uh, the fall, uh, starting around the Labor Day weekend. And lately, there's all kinds of challenges still around that. Um, but no firm decisions have been made for the fall yet because so like this is like the WCBL now because you have the uh, you have the uh, I guess added luxury of some time before you have to make those decisions. A lot of moving parts on a lot of different fronts, Kevin. I'm glad that we were able to connect and and update our followers as well. Thank you so much for joining us here on the podcast as always. Thanks for having me. Thanks again to Kevin Kavami for joining us this week. As a quick follow-up, Kavami does say the WCBL meets as needed and can do so on short notice should the situation change. As for when a final decision on the season could be made, it sounds like they're aiming for the first week of June. We'll keep you posted on any developments over the next month. As always, thanks to all of you for downloading and listening. We are so grateful for you taking the time to listen here on the podcast or reading our stories at albertadugoutstories.com. Until next time, thanks again for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.